Welcome back to the Barefoot Puncher. I'm your host as always, the mug, your co-host, the Pope, and the mother is with us as well. And of course, we take our inspiration from the Barefoot Investor. But instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a bit of betting advice on the NRL and AFL 2023 season and it's a big welcome back to the program to the pope thanks for having me mug um looking forward to catching on a bit of sleep tonight the fifth test has sort of kept me occupied last few so hoping for nine hours to be update so i'm just putting a little caveat if i'm not at my freshest um that's the early disclosure mug and how did you go pope how far did you make it into day five Made it to about one AM, and then I just just sort of got the got the better of me a little bit. So um, unfortunately, I didn't quite set out as much as I would have liked, Mug. Yeah, so I must admit, and uh, I could see the writing on the wall before the start of play, and uh, I must admit, Pope, I chucked it in at drinks. I'm like, this is a train wreck. I just cannot watch another session where we get absolutely belted. What say you, Modler? How long did you last? I um I lasted till midnight when they were showing the replay of um uh, the second match um at uh at the MCC um and uh, yeah there weren't any uh wasn't any news of the play resuming so yeah midnight was as far as I got but um got to see that second test by the end of that so. Yeah, uh, all over again. So that wasn't too bad. Yeah, disappointing uh, outcome for us, and I think it uh, unfortunately gives a fair bit of steam for those English to say that they were the better team of the series. And um, you know, it would have been nice to just uh, knock them off three-one, so we had just full bragging rights, but uh, not to be. And I think it's hard to deny. I think they were the better team of the series when you uh, when you weigh it all up. But um, that's a little bit bit about cricket. We're mainly here to talk some NRL and AFL. And was there anything that caught your eye? across the weekend, fellas? Well, the top three in AFL is probably the big news. Marcus couldn't find couldn't find a win, could they? The big guns. So um, probably a little bit of a bookie's dream across the weekend just gone for AFL. Yeah, and I tell you what, it was almost uh, mine and Modler's dream too on Sunday afternoon. We sort of, th- oh, well, I, I thought when Bolter kicked that one through on the, on the, over the shoulder, a bit dubious, but it, they, they ruled it a goal and, Six points up, I think, Mother, with about 13 minutes to go. And we've, you know, I was on the 15 and a half. We got ourselves a little, you know, 21 and a half gap there. I'm thinking, oh, geez, it's going to be, you know, the, it was looking a bit wet. It's like, oh, geez, it's going to be pretty hard to peg back the Tigers now. Um, but of course, Melbourne just, oh, a la the grand final a few years ago, just went berserk and, and, and put about, what, about 40 points? Oh, what was the end margin? About 30 points, wasn't it, Mother? 32, I think, yeah. Yeah. So- yeah. So I put almost 40 points on him in the last 13 minutes in in what looked like pretty tough conditions. So, yeah, that was a uh, tough watch. But very interesting weekend, uh, as you say, Pope. Like it's, um, you know, thrown a few question marks onto Port Adelaide. Um, Brisbane, where are they at? Even though they don't lose a lot, I don't think. Um, but it's probably opened the door for Melbourne to sneak into that top two. Um you know, so a few people have been nibbling away on that premiership price. I see at five fifty. Um, so, yeah, it uh, has really opened the door for them. Um, how about over in the NRL, Modler? Anything catch your eye over there? Uh, nothing in particular. I'll just yeah give a shout out to 
to my Knights, who uh, I think have got four on the trot now against um, Pope's uh, uh, milk, if you like. Um, yeah, it was a good win. Good win on the Sunday, I think it was. Um, just slightly giving themselves a chance at finals, which uh, which would be a good result, I think, given how well they've played uh, early in the season. Well, you've made reference there to the um, the game against the Milk Modeler, so we might as well go back and just review our bets uh, formally because I know that was one that you and Pope uh, were opposed on. Um, how did you go on the weekend, Modeler? Uh, pretty good overall. I'll just grab them up. Um, so I'll start with the footy. Um, uh, I think it was – we like Gold Coast, both of us, didn't we, Mug, against uh, the Lions. That was a good result. I think they even cleared the 40-plus if you happen to – had a cheeky look at that one. Um, the Swans I like, they just got the chocolates over the Bombers. Um, I think uh, who's the next one? Port. Uh, I liked in the uh, in the Derby, no good there. Um, and uh, who was next? And then of course, yeah, Richmond. Uh, we both really lined up on there. Um, as as you mentioned, for three quarters looked good, um, but yeah, it wasn't to be. And then I think North I mentioned. Uh, with the caveat that sort of player movement went our way, and it, it pretty much did. So, um, yeah, no good on North there. They came back twice from 30 down to almost steal it, but um wasn't quite to be. And then across to the league, um, Tigers uh, I liked. Obviously, I think I mentioned more at the plus, and they covered uh, yeah. reasonably easily. And I think um, the Knights, I had slight favourites against Canberra. They got up uh, to 25. St. George I uh, liked against Manly. I had them. As a five and a half uh, dog, I think you mentioned on the podcast they were six and a half, so they happened to clear that six and a half. But unlucky if you're on the five and a half. Uh, Sharks I liked, and yeah, uh, that was there. Not looking real flush at the moment. And Canterbury, I think I had a half stake on, uh, who got up in a one point game against the Dolphins. Yeah. Okay. All right, Modler. Well, uh, thank you for that. And for yourself, Pope. Yeah, I was betting in seventy-eight games, Mug. So started pretty well. Uh, Broncos Thursday night cover the eight and a half pretty comfortably against the Roosters. Similar story Friday night. Storm six and a half did it easily against Parramatta. Maybe the best of looks all season. The Storm um, touched on it. I like Canberra and they were flattened by Newcastle. Were going really well. Like Mollets mentioned, top eight. Like I, I think they're um, they're not a shoe in, but they're in great position to make the eight this year. They're going really well. Uh, like the overs in Dragons Seagulls Saturday, which didn't come to fruition. Said Penrith, the minus six and a half a light and at an alternate mug on Saturday night. Um, depending on what number you took, you, hopefully that was profitable for the listeners. They won 28 zip against the Sharks. Again, the overs in Bundaberg on Sunday between Dogs and Dolphins didn't come to fruition, so the totals didn't see them that well over two. And finished with a bit of a bang, though. I like the Titans at the... Uh, plus eight and a half, and I said head-to-head as well. And they got the chocolates against the Cowboys on the Glitter Strip Sunday mug. So finished nicely for myself and hopefully the listeners. Yeah, well done, boys. Uh, some good betting there over the course of the weekend. Um, for myself, um, probably the first one that I was putting up was the Cats. And, uh, geez, boys, got that really wrong. Uh, Frio actually won the game down at the Cattery. I thought the, I thought the Cats might really put a number on there and that Frio had the cue in the rack, but... Geez, got that one very wrong. Um, hopefully, some of the listeners might have jumped into the GWS at the at the big number on the plus. Uh, that got out to about 14 and a half uh, in the end. So hopefully, some listeners grabbed a hold of that one. We spoke about the Suns um, 
I was quite keen on Adelaide uh, at the early number and was still putting it up on the podcast. I was quite keen about the Saints against my Hawks. And um, and then to finish off, uh, was um, keen about the Tigers, which we've uh, we've already spoken to. So what did I get there? About three and a half, uh, about three, four, depending if you give me GWS and, um, and a couple of misses on... Uh, on the cats and um, and on the tigers, so not a bad round of betting, I would say, uh, for the barefoot punter across uh, all areas. So well done, boys! Uh, another another good weekend, I think, on the punt. So hopefully the listeners uh, were getting around it. Um, Pope, did you see any bad beats? Uh, one one stuck out to me, mug Sunday afternoon up in the north of Queensland, dogs v. Dolphins. If you're on the if you're on the Dolphins, they're head to head. They were relatively attractive price, about dollar sixty five, dollar seventy. Um, close game throughout. Dogs scored a try for a very dubious forward pass late, mug which gave them the lead. But Dolphins hit back. They found a way to score late, so they were down five. Scored a try to go down by four, and kicked for goal to win the game. Um, Asako, a bit of a sharpshooter this year. I would, I would have said about a dollar thirty five to kick it. Uh, pressure got to and put it wide. So a little bit unlucky, both in terms of the officiating and off their own bat. They had their opportunities that couldn't nail it. So Dolphins punters, bad beat. Yeah, tough one. Okay, thanks, Pope. For yourself, Mother? Uh, yeah, briefly mentioned it before. So the Dragons game where um, if you happen to cop the five and a half start, um, yeah, Jack DeBellin uh, was sent off uh, with about 20, no, not sent off, Sinbin with about 20 to go. Um, but Dragons managed to claw it back to four points, um, and then they've given away a penalty uh, with about a minute or two to go, um, which was uh, knocked over and, yeah, made that margin six points in the end. So if you happen to cop the five-and-a-half start, uh, then probably a bad beat there. Yeah, okay. Uh, thank you, Modler, for sharing. Cameron Smith from a couple of weeks ago was um, calling the Raiders. So I can't remember if we spoke to that one, Pope. Raiders against Warriors. Um, he had the uh, the Raiders plus four first half. Gee, that's a bit hard for us to maybe think back to <laughs> about, how <that> one, <laughs> about how that one transpired. Um, but... Um, yeah, I think there was an issue there with a high tackle or something like that. Um, more recently, Wean Dog um, was a bit dirty on Dunkley getting pipped by Flanders on the weekend for top possession getter. So maybe a little bit stiff there, but Flanders has come with a, with a real rush and uh, you potentially get some good numbers about him at the moment. But I think probably, uh, probably the one in a big game, Pope, um, uh, from a possession point of view anyway, was probably Chera. Chera was lighting the game up on uh, uh, yeah Friday night, Carl- Carlton Collingwood, and was twenty disposals pretty much I think at half time and um, and was subbed out I think not long after half time. So, you know the the crew that had him sort of into the twenty five and thirty and and maybe groups and you know that sort of stuff, um, you know might have just. Uh, yeah, the old SGMs might have just been blowing up everywhere, unfortunately, on that one. So, uh, and I don't think there's any, um, I don't think there's any uh, justice payouts uh, early in the early in the third either. So, uh, the punters would have had to would just wear that one fair and square, I think. Um, so, yeah, may, maybe that one in the AFL. Um, alrighty, boys, um, are we ready to talk some games? I think we are, Monk. Um, get. Yeah. Straight into it here, and Friday nights we're at Marvel Stadium, Western Bulldogs and 
Richmond Dogs are eight and a half point favourites. Mug dollar sixty one, and the Tigers two dollars twenty seven. A lot happening here. Pope opened up at uh, ten and a half in some quarters, and um, we got Keith and Brucey uh, who go out of that back half. Um, and uh, and Nank and well Nank will come back in and, and a little bit of question around short as to whether he comes in. So on the strength of that, um, I'd be uh, I'd be putting up a bet on the Tigers. Probably the the one caveat uh, is is maybe Jones. So if Jones comes in, he probably moves my number uh, within a point or so of the market, which probably turned me off a little bit. But I think if um if Jones doesn't come back in, oh Richard's coming back too, which is a plus for the uh for the doggies. Um but I think yeah so I think my bet will probably swing on the Jones um inclusion Pope. Jones not playing. I think there's a bet on the Tigers. Uh Jones in is probably a pass. Super mug uh very informative start. Mother, can you find a bet early in the round here? Yeah, going to uh, line up with Mug here. Um, yeah, I've got not the doggies' favourite, but only a one-point favourite. So into that eight and a half uh, at Toppy at the moment, definitely a lean for me on Richmond. Uh, happy to have a bet on them. I've plugged Jones and Richards in for the doggies. So you know, even even if they do play, the, the model at least is still um, still has a handy edge to the dogs. Yeah, that's interesting, mother. Yeah, very healthy edge there. Yeah. Uh, Modler, the good news in this next game is we get West Coast out of the way early in the round, which is a positive. Saturday afternoon at Marvel, and the Bombers are 50.5-point favourites against the Eagles. $1.05 for the Bombers, $9 head-to-head West Coast. Yeah, I've got uh, a couple of changes. The string is a chance for the Bombers. I haven't plugged him in. Uh, Yo comes likely comes off the uh, the suspension of the full 22. Uh, McGovern comes in as well. Um like the model rates, West Coast about seven fifty um, into the nine dollars. Uh, they'll obviously be a bit up and about after the win last week. Whether that's kind of they played their grand final for the year, um, a bit hard to tell. I'll, personally, I'll probably leave this one alone. Um, just too many unknown quantities uh, at play here. Sounds prudent. Well, it was maybe a bit harsh there, Mug, on the Eagles coming off a win. But uh, can you find a bet either way here? Nah, I. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I've barely bet one of these big lines for the Eagles uh, all year. Um, I was potentially thinking a bit of a a bit of a smashing on on the back of Eagles boys, no doubt letting their hair down a little bit and a bit of pressure maybe going off them coming to Melbourne for a trip, you know, with not much for the year left to play. Thinking maybe we could get with Essendon, but I think with those more senior players coming back, um, oh, Pope, I just let this one go through to the keeper. And uh, and not to Johnny Besto. Fairly, uh, fairly understandable. Mug um, Saturday afternoon in the City of Churches. Mug and probably the two most oh a bit harsh regard, but two of the more impressive teams from last weekend, the Crows and the Suns. Uh, Crows are eight and a half point favourites, dollar thirty seven, and the Gold Coast three dollars. Struggling to find something here, Pope. I'm at seventeen, and um, yeah, look. Adelaide, I suppose, if you you know if, if you absolutely forced me um, at home, I could probably get with them. But um, my number's right on it, Pope. So just stay away from that one. Yep. Uh, can you find a bet, Mug and Took Miller? Is he playing in this game? 
Tuke Miller will be playing in this game. I don't think he's. No, yeah. I don't think there's any sanction there. No. No, no repercussions. Yep. Uh, Mother, any lean in this one? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, yeah, Adelaide obviously up and about from the uh, showdown win last week. Um, but yeah, Gold Coast with a good uh, local win against Brisbane as well. So um, yeah, no real changes for players either side. Uh, model rates Gold Coast two sixty five, so it's probably enough for a, a half stake for me there. Um, into the three dollars and, and the eighteen and a half as well. I'll split that half stake. Uh, I guess as you see, fit between the two. Strong start here. A couple of relatively decent lanes in the first three games. Modler, uh, stay with you here, mate. Uh, MCG Sunday Saturday evening, and the Magpies looking to bounce back off their. Loss on Friday night. They're 31 half point favourites against the Hawks. Dollar fifteen for the black and whites. Five dollars ten for the brown and yellow. Yeah, no real uh, lean for me here either way at the moment. No significant play movement. I don't think for either side. Uh, Eamon, I think might be a chance for the Hawks. Um, but yeah, I've got Collingwood at dollar eighteen, so close to having a, a lean on them, but but uh, not quite at this stage. How you seen it, Mum? Yeah, I thought I actually thought the opener Pope was a bit rich. Uh, was up around the thirty six and a half, so that's that's trimmed up a little bit. Um, in saying that, my number is at thirty, um, so uh, probably can't come into much now. And I mean, geez, your gut feel sort of has to think that the pies are gonna, you know, bounce back. But um, you know, look, the pies. <sighs> You know they've just been winning, haven't they? Like they've they've been finding a way to win. But when you sort of go back through some of the performances, you know they're probably lucky to win that one uh, against the Power. And then they've had a loss against a pretty bad loss, has to be said, on the weekend against the Blues. Um, so look, I don't think everything's uh, rosy um, down at the Lexus Center. Is it still called that Lexus Center? I think I think it is. Um, so. You know, uh, at the bigger number could be tempted, but I'll probably just best part. I, I can make a case for both Pope, to be honest. Yeah, sounds like one based on that that might be best to take the wide berth on mug. Um, doesn't get any easier for Port Adelaide coming off a three-game losing streak. GMHBA Stadium on Saturday night. They're ten and a half point underdogs against the Cats. Dollar fifty-four plays two dollars forty-two. Yeah, I'm not as keen on the line uh, here, Pope. But um, but my numbers um, quite a uh, you know a little bit bigger. I'm I'm at about 15. I just think you know I was speaking to Modler off air before. Like, is Hawkins going that good at the moment? You know, I I I, I don't know if he's going that well. And um, I don't know. Like, it's it's funny. You look at Carlton at the moment. Carlton look a better side with McKay out the way. You know, could. Could it almost free them up a little bit with with Rowan and and Cameron sort of controlling that forward line a little bit more, perhaps? Um, and mate, like Aaliyah has been enormous for Port Adelaide uh, this year, and I think he's a really big out. So, look, my only concern uh, with the Cats is probably just that midfield. You know, the Port, you know, with Butters and Rosie and. You know, Pal Pepper gets through there, and they got Will- Willem Drew, and you know they 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 got a pretty you know a, a pretty decent midfield. I I think Port they could they could beat the Geelong midfield, um, but um, but it's everywhere else that I'm a little bit concerned for the power. Charlie Dixon, 
I don't even know if he's going to make it to September. He looks absolutely gone, I reckon, Charlie. His knee looks like it's really bothering him. Um, so they've got issues at one end. They've got issues at the other end. And um, I think Chris Scott is a smart enough gentleman to find a win down at the Cattery. And it's probably not too often in the in recent times we see two losses in a row down at the Cattery. So I'm, uh, I'm predicting uh, the Cats to bounce back here. Uh, I think you can still find something decent over at Bet in the 160s um, for head-to-head, um, and uh, that's where I'm playing Pope. Yep, very um, detailed analysis there. Thank you, Mug. Uh, Modler, can you align with Mug in this game? No, unfortunately not. Um, yeah, I've got those outs that Mug has mentioned. Um, likes it a chance to come in for board as well. Um, and yeah, I've got I've got them two thirty-three uh through the model. So into that two forty-two, it's probably enough for me to to have a half stake on port. Um a bit of upside there if Lysa does come in. Um yeah, but yeah, both teams, I guess, yeah, not in great form at the moment, are they? But um yeah, it would have been a good match a few few weeks ago. But um yeah, hopefully for uh hopefully port hold on here for the Model's sake, anyway. Yep. Uh, mano a mano in this one. Well, that, uh, Battle of the Bridge, Saturday night. And GWS, slight favourites here. Mother there, $1.74, minus three and a half. And Swans, post Buddy Life for the Swans, they're $2.05. Yeah, I've got uh, Green and I've got Green in. Hogan's a chance. I haven't plugged him in yet. Um, Swans obviously lose Buddy. Uh, Rampy and McInerney out as well. Um, I've got the very slightest of leans to GWS here uh, at a dollar seventy-two. Probably not enough for me to bet into that dollar seventy-four. Um, yeah, I might just wait and see. Come teams on Thursday with that one. Mug, how you seen the All Sydney Derby? Sydney uh, are really improved, and I, I think you know Buddy goes out of that side, and I'm not sure it hurts them. You know, I think I've said on this podcast probably quite a few times in the last couple of years, uh, Pope. I actually think the Swans are going better without him, to be honest. Like, I think he just draws too much ball. And, um, yeah, he 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 just doesn't get off the ground <laughs> to mark the thing anymore. Um, so you see a Marty, you see a young Logan. Uh, Logan? Uh, yeah, Logan McDonald. Um, that's right, isn't it? And, um, yeah, they look like exciting prospects, even uh, – is it, um, I'm going to say Melikin? No, have I got that right? Who's the other Ford that's been getting up there? Modler? Not Melikin? It might be Melikin. Yeah, is it Melikin? Melikin, is it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so they've they've got some other options down there. In saying that, um, you know, home ground advantage to GWS. Green coming back in, I think, is a huge plus. Um, uh, my number's a bit higher here, Pope. I'm, I'm almost up to double figures here, so I'm I'm pretty happy to um, put a bet up for the GWS at home. Like it, Mug. Like it a lot. Uh, looking at Sunday's fixtures, not a, not a great deal to sort of weather the appetite, Mug. But we'll turn water into wine here. Uh, Kangaroos v Demons at Blundstone on early Sunday. 42 and a half point favourites are the Demons with Max Gorn on fire currently. They're $1.09. Kangaroos, or what are we at? 16, 17 losses in a row. They're $7, Mug. Just hard to see um, a team like North Melbourne uh, getting around a team led by Max Gorn with Maxi Gorn playing the way that he is at the moment, isn't it? You know, he's just, uh, he is something else, Maxi Gorn, like, 
that display on the weekend, um, particularly in that last, you know, in that last quarter, maybe even the second half, just taking the ball out of the ruck and just, you know, out of the, like, he's just doing it all, Big Maxi. So, unbelievable player. Um, look, I, I was up at around about 39, 40, Pope, so hard for me to be uh, to be betting into it, but I, I don't think North Melbourne win. Very, very astute uh, analysis. <laughs> Well, <laughs> uh, can you can you give Kangaroo some love here? Uh, I guess somewhat, yeah. I've got them $5 through the model. I haven't plugged any ins or outs here. They might get a couple of decent players back in Hall uh, and Cunnington, who both haven't played in a, in a good while now. Um, a few others sort of around the fringes that might come back as well. Um, but that $5 without those players uh, in the seven at Toppy and, and more, more so on that plus 42, I guess, at Toppy at the moment. I'm probably uh, inclined to have a half stake at that 42. Hopefully some team selection uh, goes our way. And, um, yeah, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll throw a half stake on the Kangaroos. Any head-to-head in that model or just... Uh, you could do, yeah, the $7. You wouldn't need to outlay much. But um, I'd probably do something like 80-20 on the, on the handicap and the, and the head-to-head. Yeah, okay, bit of bit of love for the kangaroos. I like it, Modler. Um, Sunday afternoon at the at Marvel, and uh, this is actually a sneaky good game. Might be uh, Saints v Carlton. Uh, Carlton potential letdown. Modler, maybe they're fifteen and a half point favourites. Still forty. Saints two dollars eighty five. Yeah, Chera comes out for Carlton. Um, there's a chance that the Saints get back uh, King Hill. And memory, um, I haven't plugged them in yet, and I've got them just over the market at two ninety five ish. Um, I'll wait for teams on this one, but if a couple of those two, uh, a couple of those three do come in, I can see myself being on the Saints. But uh, I'll wait for teams at this stage. Mug, can you find anything here? Opened up at eighteen and a half, Pope, um, which I thought was. Far too many. I, I mean, we had this game earlier in the year and um, Saints, um, I'm sh- pretty sure they fixed up the Blues. Uh, if not fixed them up, they definitely covered. Um, so, look, uh, uh, you know, Chera out, Walsh out, you know, from the week before, Chera out. I don't think Cripps, you know, I think Cripps had 19 possessions. He's not moving overly freely, I don't think. Um I know they still managed to, they've still found a way to beat, to win contested ball against the Pies uh, the other night. But, um, geez, the Saints are pretty honest. And uh, for mine, that Carlton midfield's looking a little bit long, uh, a little bit uh, thin. Charlie Kerno has been going berserk. Um, I think if you can find a way to clamp him, and um, and let's face it, if, if, Anyone can clamp anyone defensively. Uh, you'd like to think Ross the boss and the Saints can find a way to do that. Um, so, yeah, I, I think I thought that was a great bet at 18 and a half. Pope, I'm, I'm probably still happy to bet it at, at 14 and a half. Um, mate, I'm with the Saints. Like it, Mug. Like it a lot. Um, very compelling case again. Um, last game of the round, Modlo. I'll go to you first here. And Brisbane Lions travel across to Optus to take on Freo. They're six and a half point favourites coming off a pretty poor loss on Saturday. And the Dockers coming off a fantastic win, uh, $2.75. Yeah, 
Yeah, a few bits and pieces of player movement for Frio. Cox uh, looks like coming in, and there's a few others, Banfield, Brody, and Warner, I think. Um, I've got them a uh, slight lean, 270, um, you know, the 275 there at Toppy. Uh, not enough for me to have a bet at this stage. So, again, it's probably one to wait and see uh, with teams. Mug, can we finish with the bang here? Nah, can't, mate. I mean, geez, who my number, I'm I'm pretty much on the number. My number was 16 before teams. And there's, I think, going to be, as Modler suggested, a bit of in and out for both teams. I think Zach Bailey might have been, uh, yeah, maybe a potential in as well. Um, so, and and who are Freo Pope? <laughs> you know, like, I don't know, was that a really... Was that a great win against Geelong or was Geelong bad on the weekend? Um, who, where are Brisbane at? You know, they just lost to the Gold Coast Suns on the weekend. So I don't know. that that The form line for both teams, um, absolutely twisting my arm. You know, I'd, I'd probably want to, you know, at the three goals, home team, big trip across the country, I'd, I'd probably almost say Frio, but uh, you're just going to have to leave me out uh, of that one. Sorry, Pope. No, very, very reasonable um, reasoning behind that mug. Um, might just go through the set, fellas, and as per usual, add a little bit of flavour on top of it individually, post the analysis. But alignment on the Tigers, I think we had in the first game of the round there. Um, against yeah, the I, I was probably just a little caveat on Jones uh, coming in on that one, Pope. But, yeah, my lean is to the Tigers. Yep. And the other one uh, was probably Saints, I think. I think, uh, Modley, you said post-teams yeah. um, with, with a little bit of an asterisk there, but um, you sounded quite keen on it, Mug, the same. So they're the two that we aligned on. Um, Modley, I'll let you go through. I know you had a, some healthy lanes in a few other games there. Yeah, apart from uh, the couple you mentioned there, I think I had half stakes on uh, Gold Coast, Port and North at the line. Oh, the 80-20 the split, I should say. Yep. And for yourself, Mug, I think there were a couple other games that you were interested in here. Yeah, Cats, happy to uh, take the Cats on head-to-head down at uh, GMHBA. Uh, GWS at home against the Swans and, uh, yeah, quite like the Saints uh, against the the Blue Baggers there. Nice. I think that's it. Uh, Fellas, anything else we would want to cover? Maybe the um, competence of the doctor in Port Adelaide or anything, Mug, this week? Do we want to go down that road? (laughs) Oh mate, it's uh, it's indefensible, really, isn't it? Like you know, Aaliyah, yeah. He, I mean, he was uh, he was out to it in midair, and uh, how do you how do you miss that? You know, like uh, that reminded me of uh, Cameron Murray. I think two, two or not not this year and last year's Origin series, Pope, like absolutely staggering, like a drunken sailor, and because it's the first five minutes of Origin, it's just oh no, nothing to see here. Um, so how they how they how they miss that? Um, yeah, he's, he's just beyond belief, uh, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, uh, rightfully uh, a few questions being asked, I think, on that one as to, to what actually took place. Um, in terms of the uh, in, in in terms of the the premiership, uh, Pope, I've still been back in a little bit of Brisbane uh, post the weekend and um, and a little bit of Melbourne. Um, I know it's obviously shortened into the 550, but you got that um, – pathway now to second on the ladder that's um you know probably becomes a little bit more realistic uh for um uh for uh for melbourne and um you know 
win that first game home prelim um for for the for the D's on the MCG you know it's a you can make a pretty strong case that they're that they're going to going to get through to the GF and then and then who knows what happens so um I think uh I, well I can only just tell the listeners what I've been doing uh, I've been back in uh, Brisbane and uh and Melbourne and not something normally I would uh, get involved in, but I think that cat's number has just maybe ticked out a little bit too big. I was I was back in some thirties, uh, thirty pluses uh, for for the cats. Um, just a couple of little nibbles on that number. They they beat Port Adelaide this weekend, which I think they will. Um, you know they should make the eight, and then if they make the eight and they're healthy, um, they're add up is probably around that sort of 18, 20 mark, I think. So um, I've just had a little nibble on the cat. So that's what I've been doing, Pope. Like it, Mug. Thank you very much for that. Uh, I think that's a wrap for AFL for the week, round and, and interestingly enough too, Pope, just on the AFL, you know, uh, four weeks to go now. And I think um, – you know, you often hear about AFL teams talk in four-week blocks. And um, I think for a lot of teams now, the end of the season is in sight. You know, like I think when you get to that, I even remember as a player, you know, when you got to that sort of last month of footy, it's like, oh, geez, end of the season is actually, it's, it's real now. Like it's actually not that far away. So I think you need to start almost considering that. And, you know, we talked about that motivation pope of teams that are maybe not in it or or whatever. So let's uh let's keep an eye on that over the next couple of weeks and and potentially how that might play into some totals action as well. You know, we typically see teams that are out of contention. Um we can see a number run up on, on the total too. So let's uh just keep that in mind. Um but I think five still five weeks to go in the NRL Pope. So let's get over and talk about that uh right now. And um and boys, I think we've got a, a minimized um set that we want to talk to tonight because there's some games that don't hold a lot of interest uh for you boys. But the first game that we definitely want to talk about is um the early game on Friday, and it's the Titans, geez, the Titans at home, Seabus Super Stadium uh, versus the Warriors. Titans at home, uh, Pope, versus an away team, $3.20, and uh, and the New Zealand Warriors, $1.35. And what I hope, I, I'm, I think I'm reading that correctly. Toppy haven't got these around the wrong way, Pope. No, they do not, Mug. No, I can I can get an idea which way you're leaning in this and, one. Uh, and we got eight and a half the line. So I don't know, Pope, tell me I'm crazy. Um, but uh, those numbers seem a bit funny to me. I'm with you um, in fairly strong way here. Mug, I, I think it's too many. Gold Coast is still missing Tino Fuziarami, um from their lineup, and that's worth something. But uh, it's a bit too many for me. Gold Coast were very good Sunday. I, I touched on it last week. They've had one poor game in about five or six weeks, I think. Um, how they back up off an impressive win, that's probably some concern. Are we going to get the version that came out in the first half against the Roosters a fortnight ago, or are we going to get the version that played Sunday? But on the numbers, I, I think it's too many with Warriors making the road trip off a bye, which um, generally is a positive, but also, you know, you might be a little bit not at your sharpest as well. So plus eight and a half, I like it. I I like the times here, and I can also take a little bit of the 320, did you say, Mum? Yeah, 320, yeah, head-to-head, yeah. Yep, I like the Titans. Yeah, nice. Okay, and um, 
And Modlo, it's obviously a lot cooler uh, from where the Warriors are from. They get up into uh, a warmer atmosphere. Um, which way do you lean here? Yeah, I'm going to align with uh, Pope here. Uh, the model's got the Titans at just short of $2.80. Uh, so into that three twenty, I'm uh, I'm keen on them as well, and uh, yeah, like Pope, yeah, I'll split that between the the line and the head to head. But yeah, alignment in the first game. Yeah, excellent, boys. Oh, well, that's uh, that's fantastic uh, to have that alignment first up. Uh, next one, real interest game. This one, uh, boys, um, Penrith Panthers in the late game on Friday, a dollar thirty-seven, and uh, you would say a rightful a dollar thirty-seven, are taking on Owl Storm, a three dollars ten, and uh, eight and a half. The line here, uh, Pope. Uh, what do we do with the incon- inconsistent Melbourne Storm? Yeah, that's spot on there, Mug. Um, I've got the number pretty much bang on here, so I won't necessarily play at the line, but I do want Melbourne to show what they're made of in a big game here. They've failed this test a few times against really good teams this year and failed it pretty comprehensively. They've been beaten easily. Um, They lost to Penrith by Tom Head 18 against a depleted Penrith um, not that long ago. So I think you could take Penrith at a at a bit of a margin. I think the upside is with them. I think 25 plus Penrith is $5.60. That would be how I'd play this. And um, this is a little bit flies in the face of what I just said, but under uh, 39.5 total points, juiced overs, like that, that's a big number for a Penrith game. They just don't concede. So that creeping 40 on a Friday night in Penrith, um, I think you could play the unders there too. That's Unders in parents' games are tracking well above 50%. I probably would have liked to have done a bit more research on that, but um, I do think the under 39.5 is a bit of a play and, and not necessarily – I think you can play both there. You know, there's a world where Penrith win this 32-4 or something like that. Yeah, and in saying that, Pope, um, is there any correlation there or should we be thinking about a storm under or uh, you, you still think it's a better way to play the uh, total game under? Um, if you can find a price, yeah, like, like you definitely can play Storm under like that. That's probably whatever. That's probably the bet. I haven't seen what that number is, but forty points, eight and a half point favourites. I'm, I'm presuming that's about fifteen or sixteen the Storm under. So good call, Margaret. That might be the uh, more prudent play there than the total points under for the game. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Pope, uh, for putting those couple of ideas forward around a, a Penrith uh, belting and uh, and some unders plays there as well. Uh, Modler, how do you feel about this one? Yeah, you're going to sit this one out. I've got uh, the Storm just above the market. Uh, so I've got them at 3 15 I think Toby's wound them in slightly to $3.10. Um, yeah, so uh, as far as I'm concerned, no bet for me in this one. Yeah. Okay. And heart of hearts, uh, Modler, you're an you're an avid, avid watcher of the uh, NRL caper. Do the Storm get up there and get it done, or uh, or Penrith just roll on and and go straight over the top of them? I wouldn't mind if Storm got it done because I've got them in a few uh, season win totals uh, in the overs. So yeah, I wouldn't mind a few more wins on the board to uh, shore things up. Yeah. Okay. Still no opinion there from the uh, Modler. <laughs> if anyone picked up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Uh, next game, and uh, it's another one of these big Queensland clashes. Queensland, uh, three o'clock on Saturday afternoon. Geez, they'll be on the cans early, the boys up there, and they'll be fired up in the north. Uh, the Cowboys are hosting, and uh, 240 
at home and the Bronx, a dollar fifty-seven uh heading up the highway. And we're talking a four flat, uh, maybe modeler. We'll go to um to see what the buttons are saying. Um, mate, can we find one here? Yeah, we can. So uh big news, Valentine Holmes has just been rubbed out for four games. Oh, uh, uh, he was named in the squads this afternoon. I actually had Cowboys favourites with him named, slight favourites at $1.90. With him out, it's kind of flipped the other way. I've got uh, Cowboys now at about $2.10. But with their price blowing out uh, to two forty, I'm uh, still keen to be involved in them. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll take uh, I'll take that two forty. What happened to Holmes? How come he got four weeks? Uh, good question. High tackle charge. Um uh, I haven't actually seen it myself, to be fair. I don't know if I want to have uh, more news on that one. But, um, yeah, I haven't seen the issue. But, uh, yeah, high tackle. Uh, didn't get off. Four weeks. Uh, was that a nasty one? And, and was four weeks warranted? Yeah, he's, he's got a bit of loading. You got, he's been sin bin in consecutive weeks for high tackles. So there would have been a bit of carryover there. Um, like, it's it's a bit of the modern world. If, you, if your duty of care isn't there when... Um, I guess hit, hitting a player and it creeps up from the shoulder with enough force, you're in a bit of trouble. So, um, and they and he contested there. So the early guilty plea would have been three, and he rolled the dice. So, not 100% surprised in the modern game that he has got a lengthy suspension there, Mug. Yeah, right. Okay. All right. Well, that's a bad out for uh, for the for the cows, Pope. Uh, how do you see it? Firstly, I think this might keep creeping up. I think this could get above four. So I'll hold off. On betting, but I do concur with Modler at Tom Val, Val being named. I couldn't get this that close to plus four, so that will hold. But um, let's see what the market does. However, I'm, I'm erring on being with the Cowboys. Um, they are going to be missing a couple, so there's a little bit of the domino effect of missing good players now with Nanoi and Holmes both out. Um, but yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think I can get it to where the market has it, so I'm with the Cowboys. Yeah, okay. And uh and Pope, you think um what's bettable for us? Are we just looking for that half or 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 do we think we could get um are we are we looking for two points here to get up over that sort of try or 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 are the the converted try? Where, where do you think we end up here? Yeah, I, I don't think it gets to I don't think it gets to say plus six, but I do think it gets to five and a half. Yep. Um and with that with the plus that head to head price blows out too. So I think you can have a bit of interest and the later the better is the way I'd read this market. Um, once I think this gets dissected, Cowboys backing up off a loss, now missing two gun players. I, I do think they blow out to a big price. Um, they'll be at home. So, yeah, that 250, 260 is where I see the market going. That becomes pretty attractive for us, Mug. All right, Kat, that's uh, excellent intel, boys. Uh, thank you so much for that and uh, for bringing us up to speed on that important out as well. Uh, next game uh, that we've got is uh, is the Souths uh, taking on the Sharks, and both teams are in a bit of Barney at the moment. They've, uh, I think, neither team's going overly good. Uh, I don't know if that's fair to say, um, but here we've got the Rabbitohs, dollar twenty-five, and the Sharks four dollars, and um, and we're talking 12 and a half. Uh, Pope, over to you first. Uh, how do you see this one? Yeah, Will, William Kenny's a big out for the for the Sharks here, among their fullback. Um, this is in Perth for starters. So, wow, so been a bit of a tour lately. They've gone Sunshine Coast to Tamworth, now over to Perth. And I think that's the 
bit of a negative for a team that's not playing that well like that. It's a lot of time away from your own bed. I can't make this 12 and a half. I've got this um, about 10, all things considered. So I like the Sharks. And even though it was 28 nil, I thought they turned a little bit of a corner against Penrith. Like, yeah, you can lose 28 nil to Penrith and not be embarrassed. Um, and I think that happened on, on Saturday. So, yeah, I'm with the Sharks here. I think they can um, at least get closer than the 12 and a half that Mark has it. So on the plus for me. Yeah, okay. Modler, any lining up? Yeah, going to line up here. Model's got them uh, 3.40, so uh, into that $4, that's an edge for me. Um, yeah, more keen on the 12 and a half, that sort of insurance of two tries and, and a bit uh, on keen on. Um, uh, so, yeah, to be like a sort of 75-25 split, I'd say, with a line in the head-to-head. But, um, yeah, keen on the Sharks. And um, did the big boy, uh, where's he at now, Pope? I know he had the calf. Um, is he back in town? Yep, first game back last week, so he should be better for the run. Um, Mugans, you know, we might we might steer away from his the size that he came back in last week. We, we, we touched on that last week, but um, hopefully he came back he, not even worse shape. <laughs> <laughs> like he looks, um, it was intimidating. It was an intimidating physical presence. I thought on Friday night, Mug. Yeah, right. So, yeah, okay. He hasn't taken any load off that calf then by the sound of things, um, which is uh, interesting. Okay. He's rehabbed well. Um, <laughs> so the boys there with the Sharks, uh, which is great. But what the hell are they doing in Perth? Is this some sort of uh, promo gig for a potential Perth team? What, what are they doing over there? Well, I, I think, again, it relates to – it's tied in with the Winners' World Cup. So a few of these venues um, have got – a a tight in coming into the business end of that stadium Australia's been used. Surely you can uh, ground closer than five and a half thousand kilometers away, Pope. Oh, maybe, maybe like Golden West this time of year, like it, 26 degrees. You've obviously enjoyed your time over there, Mug. It served you well, so get out and grow the game nationally. Yeah, okay, all right. Well, that's uh, that's good. And at Optus Stadium, uh, I wonder if they can get uh, any sort of crowd uh, out there for uh, for that one. Okay, interesting. Um, next one, boys. Uh, we've got we're going back to the milk, uh, Pope. So we're talking Canberra Raiders, a dollar twenty eight. Uh, back at the uh, nation's capital, uh, and uh, they're taking on West Tigers, the hapless West Tigers. And the Tigers here find themselves uh, on the wrong side by 11 and a half. Uh, boys, how do we see this one? You first, Modler. Uh, yeah, been with the Tigers a bit the last few weeks. They didn't have to cover against the Bunnies last week. Going to stick with them here. I've got them uh, $2.80 against that three eighty, so a pretty significant edge for me. Um, as, as with most of these dogs, more inclined to back the line than the head-to-head. Um but yeah, we'll be on the Tigers. Yeah, very good. Uh, Pope, the modeler loves the Tigers. You obviously love the milk. Are you loving the milk this week? No, I'm with the Tigers here. Um, they were quite good against Rabbitohs Friday night. They have a couple of players that have come back in recent weeks. So that served them well. Um, Brooks has come back. Happy Coruscant has been playing well since he returned. Canberra don't beat anyone convincingly either. Mug, so I think Tigers are a red hot go here. Um, also a little bit of head to head. Um, missing a player or two as well. So the few things in the Tigers' favour here that um, I can see them giving this a real genuine shot in the nation's capital on Sunday afternoon. 
And um, an 11 and a half uh, there, Pope. Um, good time to bet. Now looks like Toppy are maybe uh, thinking the same way that you guys are with the uh, the plus currently at $1.85. Think it's best to jump in now? I'll probably do. Right? Key number 11, uh, 11 and a half. Well, that could obviously go beyond two converted tries, but I don't think it will. I think this steadies around this 10 and a half, 11 and a half. So I think now is a good time, especially if you like the head-to-head. Um, that price only probably shorns, I think. So best to get on early this week. Yeah, all right. Thank you for that, uh, Pope. And, um, and boys, I think that brings us to the end of the games uh, that we wanted to talk to. So uh, we might just go back and uh, and just recap um, some of those bets. So, Pope, do you care just to go back and uh, and talk through your set? I certainly can, Mug. Uh, five games this week for me. I like the Titans plus eight and a half and head-to-head 320 on the Glitter Strip Friday night against the Warriors. Um, Penrith, I think, against the Storm Friday night. Find them at a big price. So 25 plus is about $5.60. I think that's worth a bit of interest. And also either the unders, total match points, or Storm under total points too. They're, they're probably the plays in that game. Mug, um, Cowboys, all things considered. Like, there's a few moving parts with Holmes now being out. But I think we bet late there and we find the Cowboys at what – would be about five and a half. Um, the market two dollars sixty is what we're thinking, but bet late and sort of um, assess what that looks like. And then on Saturday night, like the Sharks at plus twelve and a half against South in Perth, and Sunday Tigers plus eleven and a half and three dollars eighty is also a bet. So a few big outsiders there, Mug, which is, which is a little bit goes against the grain the competition's going, but um, I think some of those are good value this week. Excellent, Pope. Love it. Uh, we love a big outsider. I know the modeler does as well. Modeler, uh, do you mind just to run through your set? Yeah, largely aligning with the Pope here. So uh, started off with the Titans. Uh, likewise on uh, the Cowboys. Um, yeah, uh, as Pope mentioned, I guess wait and see where that price ends up. Uh, the Sharks against the Rabbitohs over in Perth. And then finally the Tigers down in Canberra. Yeah, okay. So, boys, we've got four lineups there. Uh, so that's, um, you know, the listeners will definitely be um, taking note of that. So um, great sets uh, from you, boys. That probably takes us now into um, charity bets. And, um, you know, I, I've mentioned plenty of times on the program that we're sponsored by Top Sport and, um, you know, they're 30 years in it. Great customer service. And if you're looking to bet with someone, uh, get over there with Top Sport. And Top Sport, um, particularly the Market Watch program, they do a bit of work with uh, Pass It On Clothing. And I've spoken to Tristan before to say that, you know, we're happy to get on board and sponsor and also contribute to that uh, particular charity. So uh, we're doing the charity bets for Pass It On Clothing. On the weekend, boys, we dropped 10 bucks uh, on the course of the weekend. So the two rugby bets uh, got up, Pope. And uh, that was uh, or and Modler. So St George, uh, we got at the six and a half Modler, and um, and then I think we had Titans uh, Pope in the uh, in the last one. Uh, I think that's where we were at. So we and and Modler, we did our dough on the uh, on the tire. We had the, we had the four hundred staked on the Tigers, um, seventy five on the line, and uh, and twenty five head to head. So. Uh, we, 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 we let down the AFL, uh, side of things, uh, on the weekends, but still going really strong. I think we're still trading at 50% pot. Um, so, you know, going, going, uh, going really, going really strong. Um, we've just had that conversation, uh, around the NRL bets, boys. So Titans, Cows, Sharks, Tigers, 
where's our strongest feel and um, do we uh, put the clams down all on one game or do we try and diversify the portfolio? Yeah, it's tempting. I'm I'm tempted to go the one game here, Moller, just an all or nothing approach, but the two bet strategies have been working quite well for us. Um, So let's continue with that, I think. I'm pretty keen on on Sharks here at the plus 12.5, so um, I'm happy to put 50 on that. And... Mother, I'll let you decide which of the other games you're most inclined to to take. Um, just looking now, I think the biggest edge I've got otherwise would be on the Tigers. I think we're both pretty keen on, on yep. the Tigers at the plus. So maybe we go on the um, yeah, on that plus 11 and a half that's, that's there at the moment. Okay. Like it. All right. So uh, 12 and a half to Sharks, 11 and a half. And uh, any fancy footwork there, boys? Are we thinking any head-to-head action or are we happy just to play the lines? I think I think all things considered, we're happy to play lines. Look, it's working well. It's going to a good cause, mug. So I think we continue with it. If um, ain't broke, don't fix it. Okay, all right. Very good uh, advice, uh, Pope. And uh, just circling back to the AFL uh, model, I don't know if we had any official uh, lineup on where we're putting our hard earned. I mentioned. Uh, I was Cats, GWS, and Saints. I don't think you had any of those, did you? Um, more that? No, I've got. I'm probably closest to GWS on on that one. I've got a slight lean to them, uh, but not enough for me to bet. Yeah, and then you were uh, Richmond, uh, Port, and uh, Richmond, Port, and North, which. Uh... As far as charity bets go, I probably wouldn't be putting money on. on All right. So. Well, let's, let's go back to it uh, because you've got an edge on Richmond and I've got a lean to Richmond. Um, so I think let's go back to the Tigers and uh, and let's get uh, half our stake on the Tigers and then back the other way, I've got a lean to GWS. Um You've got a, uh, you've got a, uh, I've got a bet on GWS. You've got a lean to GWS. So let's, uh, let's get something down on those guys. Um is it a bit soft, Pope, just to go head to head and and take out the dollar dollar eighty or, or so on the GWS, or do we need to go the line just to uh, bring it up to the dollar ninety? No, I don't think so. I think we can go head to head. All right, so maybe head to head on the GWS. So we we will we'll try and uh, I'll, I'll get the best number and uh, and Richmond uh, will take the the plus uh, eight and a half. We happy there? Sounds very good. All right, boys. Well, that's uh, charity bets lined up uh, for another another weekend. You know, thanks again to Top Sport, um, who uh, who obviously helped support the show. Um, boys, just to before we do finish up, any other uh, premiership movements or um, player markets or anything like that, Pope? Is there anything that sort of uh, you're keeping an eye on or anything of interest? No, I don't have anything this week. Um... Mark, I might, I might take a bit of a look, um, similar to what we did a couple weeks ago. I might have a little bit of a look at player markets coming to the business end and see if we can find a try scorer or a point scorer bet for next week. Yeah, nice. Okay, boys. Well, uh, uh, that's it for us tonight. Um, AFL, NRL, as always, core markets. Uh, so you can uh, you can be sure that you're going to be able to get down. I uh, hope the listening audience has enjoyed the show. I know we've definitely enjoyed bringing it to you. Um, Pope, I might get back over to you tonight. Can you sign us off? Yep. Weather's turning. Days are getting a little bit longer mug. Um, Enthusiasm increases. And with that, gamble responsibly. More importantly, gamble to win.